This video is sponsored by Deserve, an expert-led wealth creation platform, and stick around until the end of the video to find out more. Delivery drivers across India are going on strike this week. Welcome to Backstage with Millionaires. I'm Caleb, your host, and I want to show you guys a video that I found on Twitter. It's a little bit hard to watch, but I do think that it's important. So I think that there's a couple of responses that you can have while watching this video. One is that, oh, this guy is really unlucky. He got caught out in the rain. That's too bad. Another interpretation is that he's a very hard worker who's willing to do anything to get the delivery to the end customer. Great job, right? But I think the third interpretation, the third response is the most important here, which is questioning why is this guy out in the rain without even wearing a raincoat? And lucky for us, we actually have the answer to that question right here in the tweet. Delivery boys pay 300 rupees raincoat cost. So that's coming out of their own pocket. They have to buy that raincoat themselves. Now, I don't know the identity of this delivery driver. And to my knowledge, he hasn't spoken out about this. He hasn't made any kind of personal statement about the video. But the fact that he's not wearing shoes makes me think that it's possible that perhaps 300 rupees is a lot of money for him. And so buying this raincoat from Swiggy is just not something that he wants to do. And he would rather be wet. It's the lesser of two evils in this situation. It's also possible that he's just not wearing shoes because he doesn't want to get them wet. Maybe he put them in the bag or somewhere else. Maybe he didn't bring them along. Maybe he doesn't wear shoes while he's on his bike. But I think the larger question here is why does Swiggy make their delivery drivers buy their own raincoats? Now, to be fair to Swiggy, I do want to share their response to this tweet. They said that they value the efforts of all of their delivery partners. They said that their safety is of the utmost important to them and that they take multiple measures to ensure that they are weather ready across the year and that all delivery executives have access to reflective rainproof jackets and waterproof bags and that they're also covered under medical insurance. And if you're just reading this tweet in isolation, then you would probably think, wow, it looks like Swiggy is a great place to work for gig workers. But the reality seems to be very different. You don't typically have gig workers going on strike en masse when they're happy. It looks like Swiggy delivery drivers are actually quite upset because last week, thousands of Swiggy delivery partners went on strike in Bengaluru, and then later the same thing happened in Mumbai, and now the same thing is happening in Delhi as well. So why exactly are these delivery partners going on strike? What are they asking for? Well, there's three things. Higher payouts, recognition as employees rather than partners, which is just a fancy way of saying expendable, and face-to-face -face communication with management. Now, this response isn't something that's been slowly building up over time. It's actually a response to fairly recent changes that Swiggy has made. For example, they slashed delivery executives' pay from 30 rupees per order to 20 rupees per order in Bengaluru. And according to delivery partners, this is a very small amount of money, especially considering the cost of petrol these days and also the cost of living in the city. Swiggy is also cut bonuses as well. A delivery partner told NewsClick that earlier, senior delivery partners earned an annual bonus of 10,000 rupees, which has now been stopped. Now, they still get a weekly bonus of 1,000 rupees, but that's on the condition that they get only five-star reviews for every single order that they deliver. And if there's even one four-star review, they don't get that weekly bonus. So that's why they're always asking you to please, please, please give me a five-star review. And then finally, there's also a daily target that delivery partners can meet if they want incentive 
incentives and they have to reach a payout of 800 rupees in a day to receive 230 rupees as incentives. But typically, in order to meet this 800 rupee per day target, workers have to work between 15 and 16 hours. Now, the next issue, the next reason why these delivery partners are striking is that they don't actually want to be partners anymore. They want to be employees. Because they're not currently considered to be employees, they don't get fixed salaries, they don't get a PF or employee provident fund, and they don't get insurance. Although that response tweet from Swiggy from earlier does seem to suggest otherwise, but it's possible that they do get medical insurance, but there's other types of insurance that full-time employees are getting that these delivery partners aren't getting, and so they're striking because they want that additional insurance. Now, the third reason why these delivery partners are striking is faceless management. So according to delivery partners before the pandemic, they had monthly interactions with team leaders and field managers, and they had to attend a physical meeting at least twice a month where strategies were discussed and feedback was shared. And so it made these delivery partners feel like they were a part of the company. It made them feel like they had a voice. Now though, all communication with the company is done through an app. They can't reach out to anybody, even in case of an emergency. And so these delivery partners now just feel like they're basically a commodity and the company doesn't care about them. Now, I should note here that delivery partners at Swiggy aren't the only ones facing this kind of treatment. It looks like delivery partners at Dunzo have also announced a strike of their own. So it seems like this whole debate around gig workers and their treatment, and also the growth of this quick commerce sector, which is forcing delivery partners to move faster than ever before, is gonna become more and more relevant in the coming weeks and months. All right, next up, let's move into our founder spotlight now because this week I wanted to highlight the founder of Bamboo, Vibhav Anand. So Vibhav is an incredible entrepreneur, but he's also an amazing person. He was working as the associate vice president at a leading ed tech company when he stumbled across a video of a marine biologist removing a plastic straw that was stuck in a sea turtle's nose. And watching this video really affected him. In fact, it actually affected him so much that he quit his job at this ed tech company and decided to work on eco-friendly packaging instead. So in a nutshell, what Bamboo does is they provide eco-friendly packaging solutions. So basically alternatives to e-commerce mailer bags, food packaging in the F&B industry, pouches and foldable cartons in the FMCG industry, and PVC in the pharmaceutical industry. So far, thanks to Vibhav and his team's efforts, they've replaced 1,000 tons of plastic from the supply chain. But this isn't an NGO. They're not just doing this out of the goodness of their own hearts. They're actually making money from this too. The company business is actually growing very fast. In their first year, they clocked 77 lakh rupees in revenue, and that number grew 13x to 10 crore rupees in the financial year of 2022. And in this current financial year, they're projecting to bring in 100 crore rupees in revenue. Oh, and also, of course, this has attracted investors as well. In January of 2022, Bamboo raised a pre-series A round of $2.35 million. And now they have clients that include companies like Amazon, Nike, 1MG, Zomato, Mintra, Big Basket, Zepto, and many, many more because everybody wants to offer eco-friendly packaging, right? All right, next up, let's move into our bird's eye segment now because at least 12 Indian startups have raised more than a million dollars this week with the total amount that they've all raised together being $48.6 million. So in first place this week, we have a single fintech startup called Jay Kisan. They raised 37% of all the funds. That's $18 million. Then after fintech, we have an online content platform called Supershare. They raised 13% of all the funds. That's $6.5 million. Then up next, we have a hyper-local startup, Chatty Bao. They raised 10% of all the funds. That's $5 million. And then finally, we have construction startups raising 9% of all the funds. That's 
$2.5 million. And the leaders here were Trace Cost, they raised $2.5 million, and Withy at $2 million. So obviously this is an all-time low. $48.6 million raised by the entire ecosystem is the lowest amount raised in the last couple of weeks, basically since we started recording this weekly amount some time ago. And last week on Saturday, we said that the ecosystem had raised $96 million. I believe that number ended up going up to $175 million before the week was over. So this is about 72% less than that. That doesn't mean that the number isn't going to increase before the week is over. And if you want to see the final amount that the ecosystem has raised, then just check out our newsletter. You can find a link to that in the pinned comment down below, and you can keep up to date with all of the funds that are being raised by the ecosystem every single week. All right, next up, just a couple of quick little updates for you guys. First of all, Bengaluru-based fintech startup Innovity has officially received their payment aggregator license from the RBI. And as many as 185 companies have applied for this payments aggregator license from the RBI, including Cred, Razorpay, and PhonePay. And earlier this month, the RBI did grant this license to Razorpay, Pine Labs, and Stripe. And the RBI is soon going to be announcing the names of other startups who have also received this license. All right, next up, B2B retail tech startup Arzu is all set to launch an all-new B2C retail platform. According to a source quoted by INC42, the startup is planning to invest around six to $8 million for this, and this platform is going to help offline retail stores to connect with customers. Basically, they're going to create a digital presence for these offline retailers, starting with a digital storefront for each of the stores, and so consumers can actually view and walk into the store sitting in their homes through the video capability of this new offering. All right, next up, this video is sponsored by Deserve, an expert-led wealth creation platform. So if you're a beginner in the world of investing, who do you go to for investment advice? Your friends, maybe your family members, maybe in 2022, thousands of self-proclaimed financial influencers on the internet. Well, this is the path that most of us choose. But you see the problem here? These people who you're taking advice from on where to invest, they aren't actually real experts. There is actually an expert in this equation all the way at the top, and they pass their advice down onto somebody who passed it on to somebody else. It's like a game of telephone. Eventually, it reaches your friend or your family member or this influencer, and then you at the bottom are receiving this advice way too late. But here's the thing. You actually deserve better. And that's where Deserve comes in to help. They have a team of financial experts who actually do the investing for you based on your investment goals and your risk appetite. Besides this, they also offer exclusive investment opportunities, which you and I, everyday people, don't really have access to. Think pre-IPO deals or high-yield debts. So if you're somebody who's just starting their investment journey and you're looking for expert-built solutions, do check out Deserve by clicking on the link in the description down below. All right, next up in the news, this is more of a personal news item, but it is something that I'm really excited and proud to share. I am officially a stakeholder in Backstage with Millionaires, actually technically the parent company of Backstage with Millionaires, the private limited that we've registered called Towards Ventures. And this is something that we've been dealing with. We've been trying to make it go through since November of 2021. We thought it would be done in maybe a month or two, but it actually took up until just this last Monday, July uh, I'm not sure, 20-something, I don't know, 25th, 26th. Anyways, I'm going a little bit off script here, but I did want to share this news with you guys because it's just something that I'm really excited about. Uh, I posted about it on Twitter. If you're not following me on Twitter already, make sure to head over there, Caleb underscore Friesen 2. I post little updates here and there about 
my story, my thoughts, and stuff like that. So we're really excited to start this new chapter of Backstage with Millionaires and Towards Ventures. We've got a lot of things planned. We've been waiting basically from this approval from the RBI and the MCA for me to actually be a foreign stakeholder in this Indian company. And now that we finally have all the approvals, everything's cleared, we're going to go ahead and start doing some exciting stuff. I'm not going to share any specifics just yet, but there is a lot of exciting stuff coming. So stay tuned. Oh, and I also wanted to know, do you guys think it would be interesting if we documented this or made a video kind of explaining the process? Let me know in the comments whether you'd like to hear the story of us actually going through this process of registering the company or even before that, coming up with the name for the company towards ventures, what our thought process was there, registering it, and then basically going through this process of me as a foreigner making a foreign direct investment into the Indian private limited company, becoming a director, and then eventually becoming a stakeholder. If that sounds like something you'd be interested in, then leave a comment down below and we'll think about perhaps making a video like that, sort of documenting the story. All right, that is all the startup news that I have for you guys this week. I really hope you enjoyed the video and that you learned a lot from it. Big thanks now to all of our Backstage with Millionaires members, our unicorns, our decacorns, and our hecticorns. And of course, also big thanks to this week's sponsor, Deserve. And again, you can find a link to their website in the description down below. All right, I will see you in the next one.